Broadcasting from beautiful, sexy, steamy Studio City, California, this is the Knapsack Files, and I'm Ken Knapsack, your host with the most, or some kind of stupid tagline that some of my fans want me to have. I'm still working on it. I apologize. With me is a return guest tonight on the Knapsack Files, Mr. Matt Key, my fop. That stands for a friend and writing partner if you've listened to That's the podcast right. before. You were the first guest on this podcast. I was. Uh, and boy, I'm have, guest prime. But you are guest prime. <laughs> prime Central, Nova Prime, whatever. I'm, I'm not Nova Prime. You're not Nova no, Prime. I'm not Glenn Close. Uh, but in the studio and giggling already is our second guest of the evening. Hello. Brittany Wallach of Video Games Live and other endeavors and adventures. (laughs) Most importantly, the love of Matt Key's life. Yes. Welcome into the studio. Thank you so much. Thank you. We've had you on the Schmoes No podcast before. Um, We've recorded a Schmoes No Writer's Room, which is going to launch an offshoot podcast talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, Mm. which that's going to come out soon. Guardians. Yeah. Uh, it's hard, uh, you know. This is going to be airing, and by the time this airs, it'll be probably week, week and a half from the recording. But you guys are riding a high today mm. of seeing the finally the leaked Guardians of the Galaxy footage. Yes, right? thanks to D 23s well, yeah, terrible we security. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we weren't able to get into the Comic Con panel. Right. Who can get into Hall H during yeah. Comic Con unless you have like a tent? Only Christian Harloff. Yeah. Yeah. Only damn you, Christian. Christian. Damn you. <laughs> he got into everything, but yeah, that uh, you guys are. Are huge um, Guardians of the Galaxy fans. Yeah. Right? It was amazing to see it, to finally see it, because I know you talked about yeah. it, and I, I've talked to a couple people who had seen the panel and seen the footage, and just, you couldn't have hyped that up enough and mm-hmm. in, in order for it to be ruined. It was just so good. And seeing Rocket, oh my Well, God. I don't want to make this into a comic book podcast and a comic book movie well, podcast. I think it's probably going to become that yeah. mostly yeah. anyway. But you are, are a, a well-documented Rocket Raccoon fan. Very big, yeah. And early test footage, really, it's, it's it, they've only been shooting for about three, four weeks. Yeah, that's what they were um, saying, yeah. You excited? I, I think I think it's great. Just yeah. from his looks, I mean, obviously his personality will come out with whoever the actor is, you know, voice mm-hmm. actor. But um, just from the way he looks, I think James Gunn really nailed it. I really the did. The rumor right now is that mm-hmm. the uh, actor will be James Gunn's brother. I saw that on Twitter. No. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm yeah. saying but it the like other, that dramatically. The other, yeah. The, no. the other rumor is that he's. people are saying that because he's been on set to mm-hmm. deliver the lines and then they'll get a like a name actor in there. To replace them, yeah, mm-hmm. I think for a post. So far, gotcha. the casting I think has been pretty dead on. So I would hope that mm-hmm. in any interview I've seen James Gunn doing, he he's said, said again and again that Rocket's the heart of it. Yeah. So I would imagine he would have a really really difficult time and really scrupulous, uh, you know, in choosing his. Uh, well, and if Rocket's actor. the heart of it, then that 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 film's got some hope because yeah. he was the heart of that trailer. That's what yeah. the, the crowd at D23. The crowd was awesome. Re- yeah, that yeah. was yeah. really that. cool. That that's, was really I think cool. That's, that gives me a lot of hope that it's not going to be mm. this, you know, kind of flash in the pan for people, uh, you know. And that's a good way to start this show and we're doing some drinking. We're also doing some eating <laughs> you know, here. Um, <laughs> um, breaking the rules again of broadcasting to, to, to jiggle a little ice in a cup and have some garlic shrimp hand uh, delivered. So, um, and you're already uh, drunk giggling. I'm working on my second one. That's I'm, I'm <laughs> but I say it's a good way to start the, the, this podcast, talking comics with you two and talking movies and, and comic characters, because that's um, kind of the basis of your relationship, mm-hmm. at least from my all, perspective. Gets us all lubed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's the alcohol talking? Yes. No. This is Brittany Wallach exposed here on no, the Nassau no, Sorry, Dad. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd be honored if Wayne Wallach was listening to this oh, podcast. I wish my dad. I, he would. I, yeah. If I asked him to, he will. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he, he better. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't oh be so much asking him. You would say, yeah, I did a podcast, and then he would want to know immediately where to yeah, find it. Yeah, my mom and dad have been crazy supportive of everything I've ever, ever done. Especially if Ken's involved. Oh, yeah. even yeah, That'll be the cherry on Ken, top. Ken, can I, can I be honest with you? Be and honest. Say this that is an AppSoc Files. Be honest. If, <laughs> honesty rules here. If I am a 10 yeah. in their life and in like like, like yeah. in their mind's eyes. And Brittany's parents. Mom and Brittany's yeah. mom and dad, yeah. yeah. If I'm a 10 in their yeah. eyes in, in terms of like a match for Brittany or whatever yeah. else. Uh, you are like a nine point six, <laughs> just a just a as a match for just life, just in general, yeah. like in liking you and in yeah. There are times when I honestly think that like when they're talking about you and they'll go on for like twenty minutes about how much they they're love setting you up how, like a plan B for me just in case. Yeah, it really does feel yeah, like just they're in like, case it doesn't work out. Like in case Matt doesn't work yeah. out, there's always Ken Nabzog. Yeah, Ken yeah that Nabzog. that's always gone over well in our friend group. <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> um, Changing of the guard. <laughs> Let's your parents. I, I let's make this start this podcast off about your parents because no, I think I it's factor. Actually, we've already started off talking about comic books, so well, let's make no. it a secondary. You no. two, this is the last time you're drinking in my studio, both of you. <laughs> Sorry, listen to me. Calm Sorry. yourself. Have some garlic shrimp, some yes. kung pao garlic shrimp. Uh, I want to get to know Brittany. I want the listeners to get to know Brittany here because uh, you are a, a pretty fascinating and uh, so fascinating. charismatic uh, center of a lot of people's worlds, oh, okay. including your sound you farting boyfriend. Cry. You're so sweet. Uh, that's my goal here. Um, <laughs> it's not hard. But I've got to think <laughs> some really of that. I've got to think some of that starts with your parents. Mm-hmm. And having met Wayne and Laurie, mm. the Wallachs, the Wallachs, who drive two hours from Irvine in traffic to dress up in costume for one yeah. of your birthday parties, yeah, it's a special relationship that I've got to watch closely mm-hmm. uh, at at Philippe's and Dodger games mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Um, for which, your birthday. For my birthday, which thanks to you guys, I got to see uh, one of my all-time favorite baseball players pitch for the last time in my life. It was a great game. Um, and it was a good game. And, and well, you, and maybe the last time, period. Like, he was retiring that game, was he mm-hmm. not? No, he's retiring this season. Ah. Uh, but so but for positive. me... For him to see him live, it might have been him the last live. And I've, I've been seeing him live since the late 90s when I've been going to Yankee games whenever they go out to the West Coast. So for me, it was it was a moment. And I was glad to share it with, with not just you two, but Wayne and Lori. Mm. Growing up with them, what kind of childhood did they provide for you that, that, that you guys are so open? Yeah. You're like buddies. Yeah. But well, there's a line there. It, it didn't always start that way. I okay. mean, like my parents and I... Um, I think I've always had a, a really special relationship with them that I didn't mm. necessarily appreciate because I was too young to appreciate it. Not that yeah. I was immature or that I was like, man, mom and dad, you can't come with me. Don't draw me off at school. Like, you know, like park a block away so I can walk to school. I Which was is never a weird like that. thing to say in college, but yeah, <laughs> no, I never, uh, I was never embarrassed. I, I really, I can honestly say that. I mean, there are things mm. that my mom and dad have said that I'm like, Oh my God, you know, but that just, adds to their charm and it's part of like who they are everyone's they're yeah. everyone's charmed by them yeah I, I can see that introduce now, people yeah. to the group and, oh, yeah. oh you gotta meet britney's oh, parents i love them and they all have the same reaction you're, i gotta meet your friend's parents, parents? yeah mm-hmm. wait number one they're gonna be at this party because yeah. i brought a keg yeah and uh, oh well yeah wayne will have half of that mm-hmm. um well we had a, we'll a good third of it at least my sister and i were really spoiled and i can't speak for amanda but i know uh, she loves my parents to death that's my, amanda sis- is that's my sister, sister my younger mm-hmm. sister that's set the cast here yeah mm-hmm. yeah so um I feel like my childhood was like a fantasy because we were always going, you know, to to Disneyland a lot of times. Mm-hmm. We were going to the zoo. We, we did a lot of activities together as a family. But um, 
it's hard to describe. My mom and dad gave me a lot of freedom, a right. lot of freedom, but not enough to where I abused it. I never did drugs in high mm-hmm. school. I never, you know, I didn't drink until I was 21. Like for as much freedom mm-hmm. as I was allowed, I think another child could have potentially gone a little crazy with that. And, you know, oh, my parents aren't going to, you know, uh, they're going to let me go to this party so I can do cocaine and they won't know. But I didn't, you know. Mom, Dad, what's the best way to do cocaine? Yeah, right. Um, do you think um, would they have adjusted on the fly if you were or were they, are no, they the parents they that been, just would have been like, no, they would have been concerned for me. Okay. I mean, you know, they would have been concerned, I think. Um, we're going to let this uh, heroin uh, thing work itself right? out. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't have done that. They would have stepped in and they they always showed enough concern for my grades and for my education that mm-hmm. I knew they cared, but they wouldn't, I wouldn't call my parents hard on me. But when I would yeah. do something wrong, I mean, I got punished, you know, I got, I got, uh, you know, no, grounded. You. Yeah. No, no. I got spanked a little bit when I was younger, but then that Belted. quickly went away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd get a square sock to the jaw. No, yeah. no. Solid one. No, my uh, parents were great. But uh, no, I got grounded. I did things wrong yeah. and I got grounded and I still had a, a basis for, um, trying to say i knew if i if i did something wrong i'd get punished i wasn't given that much freedom to where i i felt like uh, i could literally do anything and get away with it that wasn't the case so but i was given a lot of freedom how, and independence how, how does that how does the transition happen or when does it happen when uh, you know and, and it's not a bad thing in some cases it's bad things when parents are the kids buddies it with yeah, your in yeah. your case it's specifically it, it's not no um, yeah well because i think it's 60 40 I think okay. they're 60% my parents, 40% mm-hmm. my friends, and more or less now because I've grown up and gotten older, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I think the transition happened. So there wasn't like an actual moment where they were like, uh, Brittany, uh, we get to hang out now. No, no, okay. no. I think it just kind of transitioned into that. And uh, I think it was, honey, was it your Bill Murray party where we very first invited them to anything? Yep. I think that was it. Yeah. Really? It was, yeah. it was that new? It was, it was relatively oh, yeah, new. No, this yeah. is all very recent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But fact, then again, I wasn't throwing large parties like that back in the day. I mean, they always oh, okay. came to my high school stuff and stuff I would throw, but I didn't throw large parties until I um, started dating, started dating you. And, I, and well, had except the for the SoCal cosplay thing. Well, that's a, that's a different thing, and my I mom and dad of, weren't really in that scene. I kind of assumed that you're kind of like uh, Max Fisher from Rushmore, but with parties <laughs> that in high school. And so let's explain for our listeners we're just kind of having an inside talk here uh you're you're a great party thrower thank you and it's a little passion of yours yeah you have thrown in the last couple years and you're going to fill in the blanks for me Mm -hmm. of course you've thrown a children of the internet party that was my favorite so far yeah there's been there's from the beginning from what i can remember Mm -hmm. it was the the i called it the three-way mustache social back before mustaches were a big thing right okay and that that. was myself matt mercer and greg Destefano. i threw Mm -hmm. that for us and then everyone um, had to come with a mustache, mustache. and like that was kind of like starting off. That was uh, looking back on it, that's like amateur hour for me now. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. but people like came in like mustaches that lit up, and like they were like I remember I relatively was clever fine. with I had I, you, you guys just started going out right pretty, pretty, pretty early. Soon, yeah, so yeah. I, I days in June, and we started mm-hmm. dating in March. Okay, so, so it was like so it from was there. that it was the um, you know I've done uh, the Avengers when that came mm-hmm. out, the Avengers yeah, party that was last year's, and then uh, you know I did your Bill Murray party as well. Um the cart Saturday morning cartoon party, which right. was so much fun. Which that was, was a lot a good of fun. Pretty much went viral. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that literally viral, ended yeah. up on Reddit. That was so, the front page of it. So people don't understand if they're not, if they're just hearing this. These parties are are um, large in scale, and and you plan them for weeks, if not months, yeah. if not years. <laughs> well, yeah, like and, my my birthday mm-hmm. is October first, mm-hmm. and this week we're going to. Start putting out there that we're doing our second annual, second annual Bill Murray, Murray. party. Well, it's yeah. not actually annual, as right. Brittany likes to point out. To me, <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And the people, you know, show up in costume, 
And if you're out there listening, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. No, 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 no. Let me explain it. They show mm-hmm. up in exact, detailed, carbon copy yeah. costumes. My friends are really stupidly and almost, talented. And mm-hmm. almost everyone. Pretty. I mean, we're talking ninety nine percent. Yeah, if yeah. you're if you're not in costume, you're definitely the odd you're the man. Out. It used to be ninety eight. Yeah. Then I started dressing up. Yes, <laughs> and, then you and it clicked it, up yeah. to ninety nine. I have. I mean, it's it's really it's. It, I don't like to brag a lot, but like I do. I do have a lot of passion behind my parties. However, yeah. if I didn't have as many amazing friends as I do, I mean, I could put all the time and effort in the world into these events. Mm-hmm. And if only three people showed up in costume and were excited about it, it wouldn't be anything to brag about. So, I mean, I I, I owe as True. much to my my friends and the people who come as as much as me hosting it, you know. And again, and again, when you go to these parties, you're surrounded by such an amazing collection of people that uh, when you wake up the next day, you're literally kind of depressed because you you <laughs> know that for a long period of time you won't be in that kind of environment. Yeah, where yeah. Where you're where people when when your party the Saturday morning um, cartoon party. I almost said Saturday morning such girls. A good one. When the Saturday morning party that was for my friends uh, Jack, Leo, mm-hmm. and Amanda. <clears throat> A three-way birthday party, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, it hit uh, Reddit. Yeah, the front page. Which is uh, a, a, a social media site of sorts, a newspaper of the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, it hit Reddit, and people all over the country were just uh, commenting on these pictures, blown away. Mm-hmm. And you get, I love the comments about, oh, look at all these beautiful people. Of course, it's it's L.A. Yeah, right, right. And there's some truth that we're surrounded by beautiful, talented people. Yeah. Well, but we're also surrounded by crazy freaking costume shops and prop houses. We're and, spoiled. Yeah. You See, know, we've got access to that stuff that other people in other cities may sure. not have but as ready access. I've seen other people dress up. I've, I've, I've seen other friend groups have parties, and, and it's it's not even close to what you've put on. Um, so from that, though, you found a bit of a passion mm-hmm. for Definitely. party planning. So yeah. that didn't always exist? Um, I think in other facets of my life it did. When I was in high school, I was a part of an improv team called Comedy Sports, which mm-hmm. I, it actually exists out here in L.A., and I quickly rose to the ranks and became manager of it for a couple okay. of years. And um, I ended up running a lot of their events. Every time there was a, a theater production, I was typically not not stage manager, but I was a leader. Uh, I ran drama club for a couple of years. So in some way, mm-hmm. I've always found myself in a leadership position planning events. Yeah. And then once I got into cosplay, like, you know, uh, costume uh events at uh you know costumed anime. play costume play forgive me yes costume play um i started running uh i i became a part of a group called the socal cosplay gathering and they mm. threw large picnics out in uh, laguna niguel irvine okay. uh, you know southern california and again quickly rose to the ranks and kind of took that over and ran that for about four years and mm. at our last event which was a couple years ago like 2008 i think was our last one we boasted a, an attendance of about 500 people and this is just based off legit. of yeah it was it was pretty amazing. Do yeah. you have a tattoo of the Southern California cosplay <laughs> no, I have a t-shirt. Uh, alumni? Okay. I have a t-shirt. And I was really proud she of does. that. And I'm still friends she with a couple a of the people that we ran it with. Joellen helped me run it at one point. Okay. In Vanessa. Yeah, that's where you yeah. met a lot of the friends that Absolutely. come to these amazing yeah. parties now. It was like a barbecue. It was an outdoor barbecue that turned right. into like the event of the season. I was so proud to call it. You but, know, so, but so there's a little, own. the groundwork was set a while ago and what you, you mm-hmm. the the ability and the skills and the desire to manage and yeah. organize things, and yeah. I get that. Uh, my mother has. My mother was a good wedding coordinator at one mm-hmm. point, and that's not easy. Mm-mm. And it and it takes. I a certain, do it. Yeah, it takes a certain set of skills. I just was in a wedding with a very bad wedding coordinator. This little uh, <laughs> Latina woman at a Catholic church just barking out orders oh, in the middle of the uh, ceremony. The the father messed up. 
the priest father, whatever the Catholics yeah, yeah. call their leaders, and uh, um, priest, priest, believe, yeah. yeah, or father. He, I, think. I was going to do a book reading from the Book of Genesis, and he's like, "Let's begin with a reading from Second Corinthians." So I'm like, "Well, he changed it up on the fly mm. in front of the whole church." She's like looking at me, and she goes, "Genesis." Genesis. I'm like, he hates it. Okay. All right. I'll get up there. Oh, All my right. God. Embarrassing. Yeah, I, so, wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to do that. It needs skills. It, uh, it requires skills. That she apparently did not have. That she did not have. Um, <laughs> we have to throw things like that for other people, not yeah. yourself. That's it, the difference, I think. So I, I wanna t- we'll get into video games live yeah. um, now, but also I want to come back to it because it's some, a theme that's in your two guys' lives I want to get into and talk about. Something uh, I've noticed that you guys have both done in the last year that I'm really proud and happy and, and, and in awe of. But video games live, what is it for those uh, uninitiated at home? Video Games Live, uh, I could go off of the speech that I've memorized, but to me, Video Games Live is um, a celebration of video games and Mm -hmm. specifically the music that goes along with it. So if you go, if you come to one of our Video Games Live shows, you'll see typically a choir, you know, a symphony. Uh, and Tommy Tallarico, those three things mixed together. Tommy mm-hmm. Tallarico is my boss man, and uh, he's the host of it. And it's everything from Zelda, you know, Final Fantasy, World of Warcraft. We just added Destiny and Journey to our, our lineup and our set list. And well, it's and say who uh, Tommy Tallarico is, just for people who don't know that name. I'm sorry, yeah, Tommy. Oh, me, I figured everyone knew who Tommy Tallarico is. Uh, Tommy Tallarico wrote the music. His 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 big claim to fame is is uh, Earthworm Jim. And, um, oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's an amazing composer, good friend of mine. He's very kind. And, um, and he's an MC for the show. So he created video games okay. live as a celebration of video game music. Mm-hmm. And, um, we've played anywhere from the Hollywood bowl. We just played with the San Francisco symphony. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been around for about 10 years and, um, you know, just within the last couple of years, we've really picked up steam. It's amazing how many shows we've done. I think we went from like 10 shows a year to 50. You know, we go to Dubai and China and Australia and all Dubai. these wonderful places. So you're, yeah. you're going to get a chance to go to I'm Dubai. Hoping, I'm hoping. We'll see. We'll see wow. how that works out. But sure. I want to. Um, but it's amazing. I mean, you'll, yeah. you'll come in and it's a, it totally hits you in the heart for some of these pieces of music. You, oh, for, really? you forget the nostalgia that goes along with these things. Parts right. of your childhood, you know, were associated. Like for me personally, the Final Fantasy sequence is always my favorite. Whenever we play um, Liberi Fatale or, right. um, uh, you know, Sephiroth, the main thing to Sephiroth. And I'm nodding like I know those names, but it well, sounds impressive. If, if, it, if it helps, my favorite is always um, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda's a good one. Right. Yeah. Except that he has never played it at one of their shows that I've been at. So oh, Tommy, shit. Tommy plays Zelda for me. He does. He just hasn't played it. He's just never played it at the three Irvine and, and San Diego, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, it's it's amazing. It really is. Um, and we do a, a live uh, Guitar Hero contest on stage. We play some interactive games on stage. So it's very fun. And it's not one of those things that you come to and just kind of sit and watch a symphony. You it, People get uh, crazy. They get boisterous with it and they right. scream and yell. It is, it is a really fun. fun audience because like, yeah. like you'll, you'll be sitting next to someone who is just sitting there and they're very normal and they're enjoying the show. And then Skyrim comes on, and flip you know, out. like from the Elder Scrolls, and they're oh, like, yeah. "Oh my fucking god!" Yeah. They just turn into a <laughs> raving lunatic. They all just of a wear sudden. their heart. Our audience is really quite amazing. Like mm. they just wear their hearts on their sleeves, myself included. I mean, I was a fan before I became a producer for them, and. Right. You yeah. know. And then there's Max at the San Diego show who did Guitar Hero. And yeah, you always want, yeah, for the, the Guitar Hero bit that we do, mm-hmm. we always try and audition them ahead of time during the, um, during the uh, what we call the pre-festival. So they'll play mm-hmm. Guitar Hero. If they do really well, they earn the chance to go on stage and perform in front of everybody. And we okay. always want someone who, you know, obviously the audience is really going to root for. We want this guy to win. We want everyone to win because it's more exciting. And, sure. And we had this one guy named Max at our San Diego show. I wish I could bring him to every show. He was so 
awesome. He was so great and really owned it. And everyone was on his side from the get go. And it was just so much fun to watch from backstage. And everyone was like, Oh my God, he did it. He hit a certain amount of points to win. It was awesome. And he won the best prize I think we've ever given away. It was almost a thousand dollars in prizes. It was a thousand dollar Amazon gift card. It was a thousand dollar Amazon gift card and and a Kindle. I think it was a Kindle and, um, and some fun. It was amazing. He so deserved it. That was the perfect. I I couldn't have written that better. That was such a good show. He walked on and like, Mm -hmm. he's like, he just has, the, like this immediate look of an underdog like he yeah. walks on stage and everyone's immediately like I have never wanted someone to win so badly in my entire life you right know? like he just has that sort of like awkward presence and everything and we all met him after the show and he's just the coolest fucking coolest yeah. guy but like yeah when he's walking on stage yeah. all you see is what you get you and know, he towered. He towered over Tommy. He too. towered over he was Tommy such a large he's like guy, he's yeah. like this six yeah. six guy probably nice. about like 280 you know like a big guy <laughs> And uh, he got found a star. Yeah, yeah. And star. you know, he's uh, Tommy says that he wants him to play it on X, like on hard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 no. I want to go expert. The whole, the whole crowd place goes, goes nuts. nuts. Just nuts. And he goes, well, wait. I want you to do four hundred thousand points. And he goes, expert man, expert. And then he goes, well. And the whole audience starts chanting, expert, right. expert. And then he says. Well, the prize is actually a thousand dollar gift Amazon gift card, and this and that, and the whole crowd starts going easy, easy, easy like, yeah. like, and it was like this amazing way to hear the entire crowd mm-hmm. on this dude's side. Yeah, and then so he, that's like one of the best parts did, of the show, you know? I think, so is a, that. Yeah. And how does that make you feel as a, as a producer of this, as an awesome. event coordinator? Just it's awesome. It's it's good. It's mm-hmm. cool to. I that's one of my favorite parts of the show because I get to meet these people backstage and yeah. I get to pump them up and tell them, all right, you're gonna go on stage, you're gonna do this, and it's gonna be awesome. You're gonna be great. And either they're really, really nervous because mm. I would be. I suck at that. I would. Mm-hmm. I would never want to go in front of that many people. I mean, you're right. talking like three thousand people. Yeah. Uh, to embarrass yourself in front of potentially, or they're super cocky and they're like, "I got this. this." Yeah. And usually they're the people that actually lose. Funny mm-hmm. enough, the people who are nervous rock it and they get into a stride and then they just knock it out of the park. And then mm. the people who are really cocky about it almost never win. It's funny. Sure. It's funny. So yeah, that's, that's, I've heard, I would I mean, say that's my um, favorite part of the show. You know, I, I unfortunately had to miss uh, your show at the comic con uh, this year, but I uh, tend to go to my friend, Tony Porter out in, mm. out in Florida who, who composes for video games is mm. just raves about video yeah. games live. So, uh, We're I can't really wait unique. to experience. We I'll, really I'll, are, I'll yeah. go to the Dubai one. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll get. I'll, I'll fly there. you there with me. Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, wait, you're gonna fly him and not me. Do I have to wear a mask? <laughs> no, or something no, no. When I get there, I, yeah, I'm really spoiled. I love my job. I really do. It's I, it's, it's a really unique job. It's hard to describe to people who don't play video games, well, but you know, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to hear that from you because uh, what I mean, but but what I said earlier is you two uh, collectively, actually individually, but uh, you're a, you're a couple, so you're a collective. Uh, you have taken like some. Borg. We're the board. Uh, some bold risks in the last year plus to to really kind of put yourself out there career wise. Yeah. And take some courageous steps forward. And we have a lot of people listen to the show. And we get a lot of discussions. This is a show that discusses uh, discusses topics with people up and coming in Hollywood as mm. opposed to uh, sitting down with famous people. Yeah, and right. Tell me about that time you used to be poor 20 years ago. <laughs> Uh, you were catching us at the point the point where we're still poor. Yeah. We're phoenixes rising from the ashes. We're not that poor. We're spoiled. We're pretty. We're upset. Matt, uh, you've we're been. Uh, we're good. Our fridge is sometimes empty, but sometimes. we're fine. We make it sometimes. work. We PB and J it. Rent is made. Yeah, that's all that matters. We don't even want to know how. <laughs> Matt, for, for you, for you being a writer and trying to make it in this town as a writer, you've done a lot of uh, assistant work and uh, backstage. I, I don't even know how to describe your career because you've had different. You've worked for. I've worked. Everywhere. Production companies and 
this and that. You decided you you got this. Do you job. want to, do you want the quick breakdown? Of yeah, I want the quick breakdown. Okay. Yeah, quick breakdown is I went to seminary, decided mm-hmm. seminary wasn't for me. I wanted to pursue yeah. comedy, and then yeah. I got a job opportunity at a Christian uh, production house, and I mm-hmm. thought, hey. I don't want to work at a Christian production company, but at least it's a production company. So mm-hmm. I took the job, worked there for four years where I was their script reader, kind of like slash development guy, slash mm-hmm. I do everything in the office kind of guy, uh, office manager. And then I went from there to uh, doing script reading for a couple of small production companies mm-hmm. uh, that my friend John started up. And then uh, those companies went belly up and I was belly up. Belly up. And I was unemployed for about two months, right. and then I met a, a director named Guy, mm-hmm. um, and went to work for him, helping him write commercial treatments. Which for years I thought his name was Guy Lafleur, but <laughs> it's actually pronounced Guy. Um, and I helped him out with his commercial treatments, and yeah. I learned a lot yeah. working with him and everything. That I thought, you know what, I can actually, I think I could do treatments on my own. Yeah. Um, and I've learned a lot from him, so I'm going to do that in a freelance capacity and help mm-hmm. other commercial directors right there. Commercial You're treatments. Brilliant. And, and so I did that for three years, and now I'm freelance and doing it by myself, and it's it'll be a year in October. And the, Amazing. And that's, that's right. It's a year in October, and it's a, that's a quick rundown, and ho-hum, I took a leap. Uh, ho-hum, I became freelance. That's a giant leap. Yeah. It's a giant courageous leap to make in this town where a consistent paycheck mm-hmm. is hard to come by. And you had that. It wasn't top notch. I still had to buy you tacos from time to time. And just like occasionally <laughs> you buy good. me tacos. It was good. It was a good. Would, it, I, was, I was relatively well taken care of. And I you think. knew it was always yeah. coming. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. And, yeah. And honestly, like I, I feared quitting mm-hmm. my job because I thought my boss was going to be really upset. But Guy was like, he turned out to be the best boss that I ever had. Mm. Like, he in was the a, end. like in the end he was amazing like he was like he was very supportive and and um you know told me like hey like i've always known that this day is coming you're far too talented to stay with this job and doing what you're doing for me like right. let's, let's remain very good friends and, he and gave colleagues you a laptop. and laptop he gave me a laptop <laughs> yeah. as my going away gift yeah, and nice. very generous. i like the like, job <laughs> right he was just he 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 was very very like my fear was misplaced and he was very fucking cool but take me through the that that's that's not a hard or that's not an easy leap to make. No, and and I know it was hard for you. Explain for the people out there uh, what made you finally do that. The final push. Uh, the final push was that, um, you know, and I mean no, and in anything that I say, I mean no offense to guy. He was, you know, he was using me as assistant because that was my job. That was your job, yeah. Um, but I realized that everything that I was doing was for him and you know like right. i want to be a screenwriter and a tv writer you know for mm-hmm. a staff writer or something uh of of the like so mm-hmm. you know he took advantage of that desire in me you know again mm-hmm. because that's what i was paid to do he was sure. helping you know foster my it's talent. part of the game um but he would take advantage of that of of that talent and that drive and say well why don't you write the screenplay for me or why don't you write this television show let's work on this together and he paid me for some of it you know like but at the end of the day it was still his project. Yeah. And I realized as much as I want to work on his projects, I also want to work on my own stuff. And as long as I'm his assistant, I'm obligated to work on his stuff. And I would rather be able to kind of choose to work on his stuff and when I can work on it, you know, like obviously there will be deadlines and stuff like that, but last minute changes, of course. But like, you know, and and like even now we're trying to work out a time to get together and work on a script and everything together that we were writing when I was his assistant. But um, it was one of those things where it was like, as long as I'm his assistant, I'm going to be an assistant and I'll never be anything but an assistant. It's not until mm-hmm. 
I take this giant leap and become a writer in my own right Mm -hmm. that I can honestly say that I'm a writer and that I'm living the lifestyle of a writer. So even though Mm -hmm. I'm writing commercial treatments, which are not necessarily ideal, and I may have to do it for another two years before something hits or two or three, however long, um, it's still writing. It's still exercising that muscle and it's still commercials, which tell a story for the most part. Yeah. So I'm still engaged in storytelling and beats and narrative structure and stuff like that. And let's, let's, let's get materialistic for a second. You're making more money doing it. Yeah. Quite from frankly. From time to time. Yeah. From time to time. Summer was a little I'm not rough, asking you to bring out your checkbook and show me what's on your ledger. No, I'm no, just no, saying. No, no. But, but like the, the, the lesson, summer was, the summer was tough. Sure. Uh, but the last couple of weeks have been great. But, but the lesson here is that, um, Sometimes you to get out of that comfort zone, you'll be rewarded. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And and we all uh, in this town, the the hardest thing to do is to let go of what you know and and take that Indiana Jones walk of faith <laughs> over the invisible bridge. Throw the sand. Throw the yeah. sand. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I've what I've always found, and this is very cliche, but like I've actually seen it in my own life. Like mm-hmm. um, when I quit my job in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. I didn't have another job to go to. I just right. knew that I was. I just knew that I was stagnating there, and that it was time for me to move on. And mm-hmm. I thought, I've got nothing in savings, I've got no job prospects, but I cannot do this any longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, without pushing a desire to jump off of a bridge because I'm not doing what I want to do. So yeah. I just jumped, mm-hmm. and a, you know, a job presented itself within about a month, and. I went from there and I read scripts for two years and made notes on them and made them better and made development notes and met screenwriters and got a cool landlord, you know, got a really cool landlord out of it. Um, you know, got a cool house out of it. Did you, this whole time where you just mumbling to yourself, a penitential pass, a penitential pass. <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but Jehovah spelled with H. Yeah. Um, spelled with an I. Oh, is it an I? It's an I. It's an H. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's because in it. Greek, um, mm-hmm. it's a rough breathing mark over the vowel that signifies a H. And then on to you, Ms. Wallach. Um, yes. I, I, I don't know if we can disclose where you worked for five plus years. Yeah, uh, Disney. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, they, might, they, have, they might have spies. No, no, no. no hiding no. out the, in the bushes. The, the snipers stopped following you after uh, 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> so they say. I mean, I just was at D23 and had to have my uh, my phones confiscated oh my and gosh. my and cameras. clearly that didn't work know. at all. All the yeah, guard, you know, seeing all the leaked footage, footage of, I was yeah. a little upset because I had so to. stupid. My grandmother's in the hospital and I had to give up my phone. Oh yeah! <laughs> come out and there's all these. She's going into surgery now. Oh my god! So, um, but at least we got our guardians footage. You did get your guardians <laughs> footage, and so you're at you're at Disney mm-hmm. and uh, doing uh, waitressing slash bartending mm-hmm. and doing a bang up job for a long time. Thank you. And making that. Well, you, I was there when your last yeah. days. Yeah, I made amazing money. You and, made, you yeah. know, as, as a lot of people do in the industry, and you don't have. Uh, any uh, acting desires, or you're not, not uh, anymore. Yeah, you're not in Hollywood for that. No, you know, not anymore. Um, though I'm sure you could probably do it. I think if I, I think if what if someone were to approach me and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna make you a star," and I mm. could look into a crystal ball and see that it works out, I would go for it. But I have no desire to. Like, well, we're filming some movies my... here uh, later on. Yeah. Hey. Um, <laughs> oh, you meant like legitimate pictures? Yeah, right. Legitimate pictures. <laughs> but if I was one of those like you know weird uh, weird stories that you don't really believe are true, if a director yeah, yeah, came yeah, up yeah. to me and said, "I could see you in pictures," like, I like what you got, kid. Yeah, right. That you kind gotta of thing. go picture. Yeah, exactly. You got the look. Um. 
but you have this other side that we've we just talked about that and this opportunity comes over video games live mm-hmm. and then you yourself perhaps following the lead of your of your gentleman uh, over here mm-hmm. uh, you take a giant leap yeah yeah I and do. we and we're we're not a year into it like Matt is no like 3 months yeah. 3 months but so far it, it, it's a I'm, I'm so proud of both of you but you, you especially for taking such a giant leap yeah and with matt you know this sucker here it's a, you know it's a, it's a the same world you know all yeah, he did yeah. was move down an Mine office was, okay. let's not serve any poor i don't wanna, yeah. i don't want to be a, a waitress anymore i don't want to be a bartender I, I made stupid amounts of money though I, i'll admit the last right. year i was at disney I, the disney resort at the at the, at the park mm-hmm. i was uh, making stupid money it was right. amazing how much money i made it was really hard to walk away from and understandably and yeah. that's that's part of the stagnation and the comfort that sets yep. in but now that's here you are so many lifers there yeah yeah you take that leap and for some people it's a, hey i'm gonna move across country and, and go to hollywood or some people i'm gonna do this or that mm-hmm. or I'm going to leave this comfort zone and become a freelancer. For you, it, it, that was a giant uh, – witnessing it happen and, and, and still happening, it's a giant giant leap. Yeah. Um, how, how, did, how did you come to that decision? Uh, it really was just one day I woke up and um, I, when I started not looking forward to my job anymore, mm. when I started looking – when – you know, I love children and I love families and I like seeing them happy at, my, at, at the resort mm-hmm. and it was fun for me. When that wasn't enough to make me happy anymore, when right. taking care of people uh, wasn't enough and when I stopped being a good um, server, in my mind, I, I was still probably – light years better than most of most of the other servers that were there but in my sure. mind when i started to slack and when i started to cut corners and when i started to do things that i never done before i was like all right i need to stop doing this i've been doing it for 12 years total as a server right. and um i'm very good at it but mm-hmm. i don't enjoy it anymore at all the money and the money wasn't worth it so i woke up one day and i didn't look forward to my job anymore and mm-hmm. that's when i was like all right I need to start saving money like from here on out and i mean you can attest to this hun like i just started saving money and we kind of stopped going out as often and I saved, you know, X amount of money to make myself comfortable. And I put in my two weeks and I was done. I mean, it was, it was pretty systematic. It wasn't anything, you know, uh, no explosive exit on my part. I was just, <laughs> you, you didn't, know, you didn't throw didn't mouse ears into, no, the, no. into the, into the water out there at no. California adventure. I had a, a lot of good friends there and I still mm-hmm. talk to them to this day. I, I, I really do miss the people, but sure. I don't miss, um, scraping plates and serving drunk <laughs> a-holes who don't know when to cut themselves off at fucking disneyland hey like, hey you know places. that was my one time <laughs> no. um, um but but so you're but you've been rewarded by now a career path that you're rediscovering yourself in and re- yeah, totally. and, and getting confidence in your in your yeah. uh in your in your ability and now i get to say yes to things i get to say yes to projects and mm-hmm. yes to events and i'm just i'm sure like doors are opening for me that i would have never ever ever had otherwise well we're gonna check in with you a year from now on the yeah, Nantuck files i hope so i hope so and find out uh, Brit, uh, this is a britney con uh, uh, yeah right you're gonna go right. britney con here uh, Brit do, con. do you got your tickets That's, for Brit seriously con? if i could do meme con oh my god like dasha has even talked about our good friend of ours mm-hmm. has, has sincerely had a conversation with me about doing my meme party yeah. uh, as a convention as like a two-day thing and she was like oh we could do this we could do that i mean god if i got sponsorship i, really I would do it should. i and would with do kamikaze it coming up and whatever mm-hmm. you know i would do it man if i had the money to to it's a that. lot more money than anyone realizes but sure. you know it's you know it'd be worth it if i could get it Sure. So, anyway, yeah. So, but anyways, I guess uh, uh, not. It's not just me as your friend saying, uh, "Well, job," and I'm proud of both of you. But it's a, it's a lesson for people out there of all ages. Yeah. Uh, that you can Thank change you. your goals at any time yeah. or refine them. You just got to be brave and you not, do, not yeah. be afraid of the change. And obviously, I'm I'm very fortunate that I have someone. I mean, Matt's amazing, and he, we support each other financially. So He's not right. everyone has that. 
You know, yeah. not everyone I mean, can it, just it say, really hey, is. fuck this job and I'm going to go be freelance clown wrangler or whatever they want to, you know, whatever they want to do for their lives. Which, by but, the way, is Brittany's uh, backup choice. Oh, well, <laughs> and that's also, wrangler, yeah. it's also, I'll have you, that's my other podcast is, is freelance <laughs> uh, clown wrangler. Clown, 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 clown wrangler. That's a, that's a tongue twister. Yeah. What, would you, wrangler, what so. would you like? Would your rope be licorice? I mean, how would you get them to like No, it would have to, to be rope because yeah. clowns are strong. <laughs> clowns are yeah. strong. Well, I'd go for small people clowns. Oh, yeah. You'd go for a little the person little, clown. The little yeah. person clown. Um, um, no, it, it, has, it has been really... I don't think that I could have done what I did if I didn't have, you know, Brittany A, pushing me and encouraging me and telling me that I was an idiot. Well, I just saw you weren't being happy, and it, that doesn't matter. Like, it'll come. Like, money will come. If you're not happy, mm-hmm. what's the... You could die tomorrow. So yeah. do you want to die in... in you know, happy, or do you want to die in can a job I, that you hate? Can I sh- can I share some poetry that convinced me to move out here from uh, Texas? Uh, sure. Can you do take it with a, a Texas your, accent? Take your sip of your rum and tell the story. <laughs> get some captain in you, and then <laughs> want me to get my cowboy hat out? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I never wore a cowboy hat. Okay. I tra- well, then I tra- you wasted tra- your time. That's in a Texas. lie. I trained, That's a lie, by the way. I trained my Texas accent mm-hmm. out of myself in sixth grade mm-hmm. when I discovered that. Um, Annunciation was what uh, intelligent people. Yeah, what oh my god! Keep telling your story. Oh my god! Tell your story real quick. Uh, so uh, I, uh, there is a poem okay. by John Greenleaf Whittier. Okay, and it is called Maud. He played Mald. for the Cowboys, right? He did. I believe so. <laughs> He's one of the Schoolhouse Poets. Okay, in the he invented steak. Amer- American, <laughs> American romantics, and uh, right. he wrote a poem called Maud Muller. Okay, I hate the name, but the poem is ultimately. Uh, a rich arist- aristocratic American man mm-hmm. passes by a small farm and sees a beautiful farm girl, and she's a peasant uh, kind of girl, and they see one another, and their lives flash before their eyes, and they see that they could live a life of very rich um, love with one another. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, she would have to leave the farm, and he would have to leave his aristocratic life, and it's just not in the cards, so they move on. But one of the last stanzas of the poem is... Of all things written, tongue or pen, the saddest of these it might have been. Mm. And I've lived my life by that stupid little poem right. since college. Okay. That's that like when when right. I, I almost did not move out here, like in Oklahoma. Mm. Like when I was I, I finished school in Oklahoma and I was with some friends, and the night before the night I was packed. Right. I had arrangements made. I was the Datsun already... was packed up. Mm-hmm. You're heading out? Yep, the Datsun. The, Sub- the Subaru yep. wagon is full. Subaru. Yep, my Honda Civic was full. Mm-hmm. And, and your stickers on the back. Uh, you know, and I had Texas friends. Like, my, I had friends dedicated to a week of driving out here sure. with me to help me move. And then we were going to hit Vegas, and they were going to drive back. And I was going to drive back to L.A. by myself. By yourself, wow. I had relatively no plans. Mm-hmm. Um, and the night before, I, I remember just crying i was just like i can't believe i'm leaving all this behind what the hell am i getting myself into and then that poem just kept yeah i was like i don't want to live my life with that sort of regret i don't want to live my life in oklahoma like as a like a a bank manager or something like that shiver you know like what if what what if like Mm -hmm. what if i had tried this would i have succeeded could i have succeeded i didn't want to live that way i would have much rather live a life of i fucking tried i gave it my best and I either made it or I failed, but at least I tried. Right. You know, I had that sort of confidence in myself. Die trying. Um, fucking do it, you know? So. Yeah. What point did you start cursing so much? <laughs> it's increased since I moved to California. Yeah, yeah, I wonder why. I wonder why. It's the life, kids. Don't move to California. <laughs> I'm just... You get corrupted. Just asking it's for my fucking life. <laughs> I'm just asking for my mother's sake. She wants to know why all of you cuss so much. I, you know, honestly, I want to know that because in high school, like... You the, didn't swear? 
I didn't swear at all. In fact, I, I, I stage managed a... I think um, he's making up for lost time. And he's I still am. making up for lost I'm time. I'm still making up for lost yeah. time. Yeah. I, I made a joke. I stage managed a show on our theater uh, called Dandelion Wine by Ray Bradbury. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Uh, mm-hmm. It was actually a really great yeah, play. It yeah, was a lot of fun. Ray Bradbury. Bradbury. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great. And it was like a technical heavy show like it was a yeah. tech heavy show like i i think i had about 127 light cues and just the first act Man. alone fucking light cues <laughs> fucking like hey that was light cues on top of sound cues on top of cueing my actors hey, hey, hey. wow i was a drama geek i on get top. it wow I get it. look at this I get it. i've never witnessed you guys fight before <laughs> yes you yeah, have public. it's only been once uh and uh you know mm-hmm. i i threatened everyone i said you know, to the cast and the crew, you know, and I had about a hundred people that I was working with. And I said, if you make me curse, I will murder you. So please do not upset me so much that you make me curse. Right. And well, they've now apparently I, upset you for the rest of your life. For the rest of my yeah, life. You got it out. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about your love. Let's talk about barf. love. Let's talk about love here. Barf, no, barf, no. Uh, barf. My, my love of comics? Is that no, what you're talking no. about? Barf, my barf, love of comic barf. books? This next song is by Brett, and it's going out to Brittany and Matt what? here on the Knapsack Files. Um, barf, Brett, barf, Brett Michaels, barf, or? barf. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of talk on this show with my guests that it comes off as anti-marriage and anti-relationships. Mm. And uh, that's because I interview a bunch of bitter, um, divorced, or single <laughs> writers. Um, I don't mean to laugh at them. No, you should laugh this at us. Funny. You should laugh, laugh at, at us. The pain. No. <laughs> you should laugh at us. But I've known Matt for a long time, as discussed in episode one of the Knapsack Files. Subscribe on iTunes, years, listen right? on Stitcher, uh, rate and review. Um, yeah, uh, and we we've known each other a long time. Uh, as long as I've known you, you've always been, uh, again, kind of the same mentality. Uh, I, sorry, he's had women before you, Brittany. I hope you, uh, maybe you didn't know this. But uh, you, 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 you've always made whenever, those. I've had women before him, too. Oh, hi. Oh, she just became hotter to everyone else. Ha, yeah. Ha, 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 um, but ha, 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 ha. you were always not afraid to jump in. <laughs> always, always not afraid to jump into things and, no. and, 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 yeah. and chase love. And, and That's I've what always, you do. And that's what you do. And I've always uh, admired your ability to charm every single woman you come into contact with. Um, Dude, dude. Brittany's right here, man. You kidding me? I will go to the bathroom for (laughs) 10 minutes. Um, You've just got this. You've got this charm. Yeah, charm. Have you say, yeah. I mean, you you look like Doctor Strange, but you've you've just got that charm. Um, I I had a friend once tell me that I um, I resemble the nerdiest of all cool pirates. The nerdiest of all cool pirates. And I thought I've been, I've been on Pirates of the Caribbean like a hundred times. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I don't, that means. I don't know. I I always thought it sounded. You would be the guy selling the women. The but you know along comes a shift your cargo, yeah. Derry. Show them your larboard side. <laughs> I like X Men. That's what you would say. <laughs> That's exactly what X Men is. My we, we have established that. Then um, my, my my point to ramble through that is is um, uh, then along comes Brittany. Then along comes Brittany. Um, and Don't I, touch me. <laughs> and I have uh, I have witnessed uh, your love bloom like a song from the south. Um, 
and I've Song of the South, so we were like Tar Baby. No, oh I my didn't. god, no, oh that's terrible, god. That's terrible racist, that terrible racist cartoon. They little Britney. Tar Baby. Yeah, it is oh Song my. of the South. It's true. Yeah. It's super and, racist. And my friend Dan Farron wanted me to ask that at D twenty three at my oh press pass, my ask him when they're going to release Song of the South, oh. or maybe it was uh, Santini. On the Blu-ray, he yeah, the HD. Um, can I get what? Can I watch racism in high definition, please? Oh, it's so racist. Um, Zippity doo dah, and it and it ends Splash Mountain. Um, yes. I it lost track. No, you guys are. I'm glad. Rabbit, right? Bri Rabbit well, is Splash Mountain. They took out all the racism yeah. for the ride. Yeah. Stupid Disney. <laughs> Disney and their Fourth Reich. Um, <laughs> I'm not letting you guys drink on the show anymore. This yeah. is. Uh, so I can't wait, even remember so where I was going. No, at. Along, along comes Brittany. Along, along comes Brittany. And, and so I have sat here and observed your relationship over the last. Was it three years now? Two. It'll be. It's two years now. It'll be three years in March. Yeah. Okay, well, three years. Yeah, coming up After on that. All these and years. Look, all these, yeah. And look, uh, you know, uh, all relationships are <laughs> all relationships are work, and and uh, we mm-hmm. can go through that, and 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 there's ups and downs, and blah blah blah. But I've watched you guys uh, t- together for a while, and I, I, you are one of my all time favorite relationships to observe and Aww. report on. Thanks, Ken. High five. You high just, five. Oh yeah, look, you guys, high five yourself. Um, just because of the way you uh, interact and uh, function together, it's kind of an inspiration to those people out there who are cynical and jaded on relationships. Um, Myself that... wasn't; I was included in that for a while. Right, yeah. right. How did Matt Until save she you? Met me? Well, I was charming. Apparently, <laughs> again, you charmed every woman you've ever met. Yeah, thanks He's a lot. Matt Key, the nerdy pirate. <laughs> the nerdy, the, <laughs> the coolest, was of nerdiest, cool pirate. Is that the what you call it? The nerdiest of cool pirates. Yeah, so silly. Um, you guys have such shared common interests, but also individuals. Uh, you allow yourselves uh, the room to two breathe. Things. T- yeah. Two things that I knew I loved Brittany. Okay. When we first started, well, I already had mm-hmm. a very strong feeling that I loved her, but. What pushed me over the edge? We were texting one day. Brick through the window. Or... <laughs> Brick through the window, yeah. We were texting one day, and uh, I made a joke about how she was uh, stuck like in this imaginary comic book shop, and there was a Wolverine poster right. on the wall, and it was falling off, and it was going to like just attack her. And you she were goes, texting this? Yeah, yeah we were texting. We, yeah, yeah. Weird, weird we texting. texted a lot, yeah. It was stupid. Okay. We texted like hypothetical weird <laughs> scenarios that we'd find each other I like other that in. she's also using the past tense as if we don't do shit. Sure. Well, I mean, right. most, yeah. we don't do it. most people sext. We were just like, I'm in a comic store and you walk in and there's a poster on the wall of Wolverine. Hey, hey, hey you want to get on... Uh, 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 face face chat. Yeah, you get face a FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. What do you want to yeah. do? You want to do something uh, sexy? No, you want to read comics. Together? Yeah, I want to yeah. talk about Jamie Madrox, the multiple man. Yeah, all right. So, so you, you text so me. So yeah, so I, t- I text a story to her and I say something about Wolverine and she writes back, "Uh-huh, I believe you mean uh, James Howlett." And I was like, "She knows Wolverine's real name from the origin story. That's right. amazing. His <laughs> real, real name, not his Logan. real, real name. not Logan. Not Everyone Logan. assumes it was it goes Logan. Deeper. It's, it's, it, it yeah. goes well, technically, deeper. at one point, it was Logan. I mean, technically, at one technically point, it was Logan. Yeah, but Logan yeah, ends up they change it. Like that's a whole other hour. Yeah, right. Don't get into that. I'm yeah. Stop you guys right there with uh, your and then also X-Men she, phone cover. Um, I can't remember what started this, but you quoted Doctor Manhattan to me in my favorite chapter of The Watchmen. Right. And you didn't even know that that was my favorite chapter, but it was it's the Mars chapter, which I think is just like. So like perfectly metaphysical and yeah. surreal, like just so surrealistic. And when he touches her hand for the first time, yeah, like when he's like experiencing all these things at the same exact same time, it's like this. It was. I mean, a non- you just pu- was you just pulled that out. You she just, just pulled, pulled it out, out of her head, yeah. like threw it on it. Like, right. well, Watchmen is one of 
Brittany's favorite comics of yeah, all time. Absolutely. She has an ama- amazing but memory you, for that stuff. You guys didn't discuss it beforehand, and she was I like, remember no, that so. thing you mentioned? No, never ever. She oh. knew I loved comic books, so, so I'm sure she knew that would go over well for me. But so like, <laughs> how we say there's a point. Well, I, I just knew for you it was a random uh, Dr. Manhattan quote. <laughs> uh, it's pretty specific to your liking. Wow. Uh, no. I, I mean, honestly, I'm saying it, that in like, uh, now I believe. <laughs> no, dude, honestly, I really believed i i loved britney before she, i ever really knew her like what would he would some past life here what would he uh, no 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 like kate I, and leopold I, no, movie? No, oh, God, no, no, no 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 i'm not getting get into the whole story yeah we it, but like save details for um off air you but. know i i met britney about four years ago okay and you know she was with a boyfriend and everything you were, you and, were engaged at one point right i was yeah I oh, okay was, yeah um and when i first met her i was like Oh my God, I'm in love with you, and mm-hmm. like I want to marry you. Like you're insanely amazing, and that was so funny. And totally something you should say upon meeting someone. Mm-hmm. I yeah. the first time. say that. It to didn't her. frighten I, me at all. I didn't I wasn't, say that like, to her. Running away, you weren't off put. No, I was like, "Yep, yeah, you do. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> you're goddamn right. I'm amazing. Goddamn right." Uh, but you know, she was with someone, and so like, sure. I, but I, you know, I initially didn't know that. Met her, was like, right. "Oh my God, you're amazing." Met him, and was like, "Curses!" Mm-hmm. And for like two years i just like loved kind from of a distance and like from the bush you know dated other girls and stuff like that sure like, yeah you weren't always, like you know, waiting or pining for me which is no no, no, no i shall send like, you a letter a day yeah, no, yeah nothing like that and never yeah. you know i moved on but like sure. you know her her ex-fiance made like a, a giant you know cornucopia bluster of he mistakes. made a boner <laughs> beer beer relationship and, uh, boner you know i and you, uh, I, I sent her a message and said, "Hey, I'm sorry that that happened." And game on. In the back of my head, it was like, "Oh my god, I love this chick, and I will do whatever I have to do to wow. race across time." <laughs> yeah. So, um, like from from the very beginning, I knew that like there was something there for me. So uh, you know? great, and 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 for you, you're still waiting to figure that out. I'm still waiting. Yeah, she's still waiting. <laughs> I'm for that waiting for the moment. I'm waiting for my James Howlett moment. <laughs> One day. That's what we call it, the howlet. The howlet. We're still waiting for that howlet. No, I just, I like how passionate you are about everything. That's my favorite thing about you, is Mm -hmm. that you didn't, um, you wear your heart on your sleeve, and you don't, uh, you're not afraid to show how much you love something, because you're Mm -hmm. not afraid of being ridiculed, or, I mean, that goes for me, that goes for comics, that goes for, you know, uh, the geek culture, that goes for writing. Everything you love, you love so passionately. If you Mm -hmm. don't like something... You're not as passionate about your hate. Does that make sense? Well, it makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah. You're more passionate about the the love and the affection you have for things and people. That's because I've got so much love. I don't have room well, for no, hate. Well, I'm no, not, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm, <laughs> no, no, I'm no, being no, 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 baby. I'm like, sorry. I, I, there are people who are, um, are passionate about everything, including hate. And I think that's an unattractive thing in a lot of mm-hmm. people. And uh, mm-hmm. they focus a lot on the negative as much as they do on the positive. So there's not really a... A fair balance with you. It, it's ninety five percent, you know, affection and love and positivity. And about, you know, don't get me wrong. You, you have a well. You know, I, we're going to Burning Man in two weeks. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, you know, what I'm sorry. There's five percent of you. I'm not saying you don't have hatred or emotions or anger and within you. No, sure. We all there's do. That balance, but, but, but you don't focus. He on doesn't it very focus long. on it. No, you surely it's, don't. It's, it, he I, works through it. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you're like you get frustrated about something trite, like you know the yeah. traffic or whatever, and then it's sure. over. I, I can't think LA. of a single thing that like constantly, you know, bores into you like a you know. But if he does, like he works needle. through it, and then he, and he puts he gets a rents a plane and he skyrides it in the sky. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> he works oh. it out. through it. Yeah, you know, skyriding. That's really great. What works, so what works best in your relationship on a day to day basis? That's a tough question to answer, answer. I get, but what uh, what's your fa- your favorite thing as a functional couple? Mm. 
in this crazy town. It's oh god, this is gonna sound so fucking cheesy, and you're gonna make no, all no, your audience people no, barf. No, but... no, because there's a lot of every ep- you haven't listened to all 14 episodes. Okay. generally been about I hate love. Oh, well, this is my thing. I I feel like we could go to we could go to Hawaii, we can go to Disneyland, we can go mm. to Walt Disney World, all these great places that you are supposed to have fun at. Sure, and we do have fun. Like we could also go to the grocery store. And have yeah. fun in a grocery store. We could go to a gas station pumping gas and we're like laughing about something. There's always like an adventure somewhere and mm. we don't have to look for it. It just kind of happens to us and we enjoy it, you know, for the moment. And we can make really, really, really shitty circumstances into a fun adventure. Again, without really trying. You know, that's kind of, that's how, mm-hmm. that's my favorite part I, of us is everything's an adventure. I last year experienced a weird moment at Christmas where mm-hmm. um, Brittany. Uh, just due to you know our, our situation, like she had to stay up behind and work and everything. And I'm from Texas, and I want to sp- spend Christmas with my family. Uh, want to? Want to? Yeah, look, okay. I legitimately love my family. Like you mm-hmm. know, like my I'm mom kidding. and dad drive me nuts, like any other <laughs> mom and dad do. Sure. But like I love. Don't you talk bad about Wally Key? <laughs> <laughs> the the inventor of frothy pepper nog. Oh, yes. yeah. And the birthday cow. And the birthday cow, which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I wanted to go home and visit my family and be with them and, mm-hmm. and, and celebrate the holidays. And with I couldn't them. get time off and I wanted to be with my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and the year before she was able to come with me and even though like, you know, she was there for a week and then we were apart for a week, like we still got some of the holidays together and yeah. last year we didn't get any. Um, and my mom and dad, like, like I, I kind of went back and forth on it. My mom and dad finally convinced me that I needed to go home for Christmas and, mm-hmm. you know, that's where I, you know, I needed to be for Christmas. And last year, you know, I, I went without Brittany, and Brittany was without me, and we went back and forth with one another while we were apart. Mm. And I realized for the first time that while I grew up in Texas, and my mom and dad lived there, and my family is there, and I love them dearly, and I want to visit them as much as and I stockyards can. Stockyards are there, yeah. You know, for the first time ever, I felt Cow like Los Town. Angeles was my home. Gotcha. And because you felt Brittany was home. <laughs> as stupid barf, as it barf, is to barf, say, barf, yeah, barf, barf. absolutely. Like, and I realized. For the first time ever that mm-hmm. no matter what happens in my life, you know, like, or, you know, in my life with Brittany, mm-hmm. like, wherever I go and whatever's going on, like, as long as she's with me, I'm, I'm home. And as stupid as that sounds, sure. I, f- I legitimately feel that every day, mm. you know, uh, like I, there I will be that. times when like I have like, you know, like a, a director will kind of frustrate me with like, a, you know, wanting some notes or something like that. And it's just like, oh my god! But then, like, I'll see Brittany, and I'll be like, I'm, but I'm home, so that's right. okay. And I know that sounds terribly stupid, but no, no, it doesn't. You, you guys are both very you're, Hallmark, you're barf, but... barfing yourselves. But uh, um, again, this doesn't. And I get there is such thing as life and real life, and and you know uh, you got to make the bills, and you got to, yeah. you know, and and tragedies happen. Uh, yeah, you not know, everything's you know, like rainbows. Yeah, it's and not all yeah. rainbows and pup. Well, except yeah. rainbows and unicorns and team, well, and mean, team yeah. unicorns, but. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you you are one of my all-time favorite couples to watch and learn because I have people in my life who I'm like, why are they married? Or yeah. how did they get married? Or yeah. why are they still doing that? Yeah, or yeah. Well, if you're Life's so miserable, yeah. and you guys have come along and, and I could, early on, you know, four months in, well, of course it's going to be puppy dogs and yeah, right. happiness. Uh, but it's still going strong. Anna and I, uh, you both answered your questions correctly. 
Those are the answers oh. I needed. You know, uh-huh. like, I, what, why I didn't do you know think that you had well, the answer you, sheet? Well, why do you think uh, sometimes I like to drive an hour plus, not an hour plus, but, and, and uh, you know, 45 minutes with traffic out of my way to go to you guys to go to a comic book shop because you guys, yeah. it's fun to go with you guys. It is an adventure. You know, I like, cap- I like capturing that vibe. So I, I could tell you answered that right. Thank you. And, um, yeah, you, uh, yeah, stay out of Texas. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go well, back. You know, like, I, I realized something. And I, I've I've felt this like I've had this theory since like um, you know seminary and, mm-hmm. and studying you know mm-hmm. theology and religion and philosophy and, and that capacity. But like um, it, you know, like the the theory of the Trinity. And I hate to get like metaphysical here, so apolo- mm-hmm. apologies. But mm-hmm. let's the, get metaphysical. Metaphysical. Those syllables don't work in this but, song. But thank you for trying. <laughs> Please come play our syllable game yeah. next week. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Olivia Newton Ellis John. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, you, you know, again, in the theory of the Trinity, you've got the mm-hmm. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and like mm-hmm. I always, I know, I didn't understand who the Holy Spirit was supposed to be, and then I realized that the Holy Spirit is the, you know, at least in theology and Christian theology, the Holy Spirit makes sense in terms of it is the relationship between the Father and the Son and the love that they have for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I gather, and, I get it. You know, in, in fact, Brittany and I had this conversation just like a month ago where it's like, I love the person that our relationship is. Like, our relationship has a personality of its own. We keep it on a leash in the basement. <laughs> yeah. We beat it every day and we only feed it beans. Beans and raisin bread. It's got to be regular. Wow. <laughs> Poops a lot. That's a, it's a poopy wow. relationship. Sorry, sorry. Wow. Just, I know, I know, uh, I was just being silly. But, but it's like, funny to me to think of it as a separate person that we just beat the shit out of. Matt and Brittany. It's Matt and Brittany. <laughs> uh, but, like, I do feel that way. Like, like I love who yeah. I am and I love who Brittany is and I know yeah. she feels the same. She definitely loves herself. Oh my god! Ugh, but like just, between the two I'm of the us, best. I also love the relationship that the two of us create, and I do yeah. think that there is a third entity in the room when we're together. Like if we're apart, like it's a half entity. It's kind of there. So every night like, is takes a care of our cats <laughs> while we're away. Every, oh my god! If only every night is a threesome of our men. Oh house. my god! That'd be so weird. Um, Me, Brittany, and us. Oh god. <laughs> It'd be awful. Um, it's, it's, it's silly and metaphysical. It sounds, it sounds though, like. silly, but I I understand what you mean. Again, I have the ability because I've seen you guys in action. But to the people out there listening and the the young troubled artists who are about to enter a very lonely life following my path, <laughs> uh, you should turn from me and find the the Trinity of Matt Brittany and Matt and Brittany. Yeah, uh, really, it, but it is about what you put out there. Like yeah, I, I yeah. could have, I could have. And I'm not going to get too much detail, but I'm no longer engaged. There's a reason for that. <laughs> And I could have, I mean, I could have been, and I did for a while. I became this like really depressed, sad, Mm -hmm. what am I going to do with my life kind of person. And Mm -hmm. I chose, I made a a conscious choice to say, I'm done. I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. okay with who I am as a person. I'm not any less than, Mm -hmm. you know, than, than who I want to be. And, uh, I made a choice to be happy and I made a choice to, you know, get back out there and not Mm -hmm. necessarily date again, but just like get back out, crawl out of my cave and be happy again. Take a shower and go to the grocery store. Seriously. Yeah. I didn't shower for, I don't want to tell you how long sometimes. (laughs) Um, but I mean, if I had kind of hot to think about it, that's gross. If I hadn't been that way and this is going to sound so stupid, but Uh the whole secret and order from the catalog of the universe and all that, (laughs) but I really mean that like if, if I had been, uh, if I had been negative and a bitch and unpleasant to be around, no one would want to be around me. So even Matt heart on his sleeve key. Yeah. Even then, like even you wouldn't want to be like, you'd like be disenchanted with me and be like, all right, well, this isn't the girl I want to be with. And Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm just, I'm just saying you don't, 
I don't know. I'm not trying to talk shit on people who are bitter. I, I can't speak for everyone's experiences, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. went through a really, really, really a bad weekend. One very bad weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're people died yeah. and mm-hmm. i found out i'll just say it my my boyfriend at the time was or my fiance at the time was cheating on me my mm-hmm. dad had a heart attack and my mm-hmm. grandmother died in the same weekend like and I, you were I, very close with your grandmother too very so i was like, yeah well, we were all close as a family uh-huh. so anyway i went through a really shitty weekend so and yet i didn't come out bitter i didn't come out mm-hmm. with uh you know I, I i i'm different i'm changed i've mm-hmm. grown up but like i think it's a choice to be bitter yeah i think, I think it's Conan, a, I think Conan it's o'brien a... on his last show like mm-hmm. he did with um NBC, right? Mm-hmm. It was NBC. On the late show, yeah. He, he, I remember him saying, uh, you know, like, bitterness is a choice, and you can yeah. make a choice to not be that way. So anyone who is, I, you, just, you just have to change your mentality mm. and open yourself up to things that you might not mm. otherwise, you know, feel. I like it. Yeah, I just... I, Great. No, no. It's really hippie and burner man of me, but I, I mean, <laughs> it's worked for me thus far. I have amazing... There's a reason that 200 amazing people show up to my birthday party. It's mm-hmm. I think it's because of the energy I put out, and I feel like people gravitate towards that. I'd like mm-hmm. to believe that that's the reason. I can attest that that's part of the... Large part of the reason. Yeah. I like making people, making people happy, so... Yeah. Um, and you guys have done great. I, I appreciate you guys sharing the inner workings of, of your a very special relationship. <laughs> very well, special. Very special. I don't know that we've revealed the inner workings. Uh, well, as best as much. I as am we a can. robot. That's the, that's the secret. <laughs> it's it's she's a robot wonder. and I'm a marionette puppet. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Come, <laughs> um, like the Twilight Zone. Briefly, you think I'm briefly, <laughs> briefly, in like two minutes or less. Yeah, ten inches. Can you? <laughs> By the way, she's laughing. That's a fact. Oh, um, my God. Can you tell me quick for the listeners, tell the story of like that first night uh, you like met Wayne, her dad, and, and, he, and he set up the camera. Oh, that was so funny. Oh, well, can you briefly well, get in there? Yeah, okay, so it's not the first night. Okay. I had met him once before. Once Like before. for five minutes. For in five, passing. When I picked her up at her house in Irvine well, to here. take her on our Dear Mr. Wallace, second is date. Is Brittany available for the evening? Yeah, I can okay. I can cut it down to a minute, and then I'll let you take over okay. when we go to Vegas. Okay. So long story short, my mom and dad meet uh, Matt literally for five minutes when he picks me up for a date and our okay. first Orange County date. So he comes I think to pick it me was up. like our second or third date. It, okay. well, whatever. First Orange County date is what mm-hmm. i was trying to say so mm-hmm. he he comes over literally meets my parents at the door for about five minutes i'm in the back like i'm getting ready ha, mm-hmm. ha, but mm-hmm. i'm really giving him time to like meet my parents and your yeah. mom is sick and my mom is sick but she comes out to see him anyway anyway mm-hmm. maybe 10 minutes tops cut to a couple weeks later and we were gonna go visit my grandmother who was actually you know on her way out basically mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm a liar. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, forgive me. She'd already passed away. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah she'd passed so away So she passed away. Uh, my parents meet him. Then we're going to go have basically a funeral. We were going to spread mm-hmm. her ashes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm planning to go to Vegas with my parents and my sister to go do that. Yeah. Um, cut to the day, a couple days before we're leaving, my dad goes, hey, did you want Matt to come and, and, and spread the ashes with us? And I was like, what? 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 We're but, not even dating yet. But yes. I mean, I was crazy. I was like, yeah, sure. That's a great idea, Dad. Let's, you know, like, let's have this guy I'm just dating come to a fucking funeral, like, with the wallet. <laughs> That's a Vegas. great idea. And I talked to you about it, and we ended up going, and it okay. obviously turned out fine. And then now you can take over. Okay. Well, let, let me let me backtrack and say she an, invited me. She mm-hmm. said she, you know, I was invited. Two minutes, baby. Two minutes. Let's yeah. go. Good. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Get no, to the good no part. Bill Murray get story. To the no part. Bill Murray yeah, story. Get to the bo- good part. Get to okay. the good part. Uh, so um, we show up at mm-hmm. the house in Vegas. Her mom and dad have a house in Vegas. And, uh, again, I've met this man for 10 minutes. I'm yeah. terrified of him. Because he's the he's, he's my the, girlfriend's yeah. dad, like we're well, not my girlfriend, but the girl. He's very quiet, date. stoic. He's very yeah. quiet, very stoic, but he has like this very quiet authority mm-hmm, to him. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, 
Like, you know he could kick your two ass. Two minutes, babe. Two minutes, Wayne babe. Talk, Wayne talks, you listen. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so uh, we walk in. He, he shows me, like, a very brief mm-hmm. tour of the house. And then he leads me back to the bedroom where we're going to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. And he's got uh, <laughs> a video camera set up on a tripod <laughs> facing it's the It's, like, bed. five feet tall. It's huge. It's this massive, like tripod like professional quality because mm-hmm. that's the way wayne rolls yeah and uh, he goes uh i hope you guys don't mind i've already taken uh, i took the pleasure of setting up your video camera for you this night for tonight's activities uh, and then he can but he like mentions it in passing yeah like, so it dry wasn't, it wasn't like here's a joke it was and here's a joke so i'm going to continue going on and i'm like whoa 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 yeah, whoa and i can what? hear you guys down the hall and i'm like oh my dad's done something he's, he's put him on the test and, uh, you know, I just started laughing at, and uh, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I think I said... I think I filled it in for you. I think I was like, oh, dad, you're so silly. No, I think I think I responded to him and said something like, thank you, that will come in very handy. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you Lori, would pass the Lori, test. I passed the test, and Lori, his wife, uh, Brittany's mom, later told me that that kind of pushed me over the edge for him, and he was like... He's a good kid. Yeah. (laughs) Like the fact that I kind of played along with it. Yeah. And that is Uh, kind of the the, the story of of your parents, (laughs) your guys' relationship. relationship, A a brave leap from the beginning, (laughs) which is kind of your guys' running theme. (laughs) And it kind of been the theme of tonight's Knapsack Files with special guests Matt Key, Brittany Wallach, Chinese Food, and Liquor. <laughs> um, quickly now, uh, where can they find video games live on the internet? Yeah, uh, videogameslive.com dot com mm. and uh, or at our Twitter at video games live, and you can find me at b wallach mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mr. Mackey, my friend and writing partner, Fop, not Fap, no Fop. Must not Fop. Yeah, no Fopping. Where can we find you? I live in Pasadena, California. Yeah, that's right. Um, at the base of the mountains there. No, don't tell where we live. That's creepy. Now they know. Now we'll get fan visits. Letters. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, I'm on Facebook at the Matt Key, and I'm also on Twitter at the Matt Key. The but Matt I Key. very rarely tweet. Yeah, stop that. You always say stop that. that. You always say that. Get I on always Twitter. say that because I barely tweet. Get on Twitter. Well, I if you don't, don't want followers, tell tweet them your heart that you never out. use tweet it. Tweet your heart out, okay? This is the 90s, Mr. Banks, all right? <laughs> get on there and tweet away. If I don't um, get at least two followers, Ken, I'm never doing this uh, again. You'll probably, uh, that's, I have about three listeners, so it's a good chance. <laughs> Uh, this has been uh, the Napsock Files. You can uh, find me on Twitter at K-O-Z-P-A-N. That's Cospan, Napsock Backwards. And uh, find us on Facebook. We have the Napsock Files page. And don't forget, we are on iTunes and Stitcher and Encore presentations every Thursday night at 10 o'clock p.m. PST on the Toad Hop Network following the Schmoes No Podcast. Please, if you're on iTunes, subscribe, but also rate and review. That's how the podcast gets higher in the rankings. And if you're on Stitcher, it's a fancy new device that I don't quite understand. You tell me how it works. Until next time. I'm Ken Napsock for Matt, Brittany, and our drinks. This has been the Napsock Files. Hmm.